0: the Stream Queens Podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. I'm your host, Rachel, and joining me is the double dog dare that got you killed, Mars! Hello. <laughs> how are you, Marzi? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, we've been talking for the last 45 minutes already about how excited that the next time we talk, it's going to be face
1: to face. I also enjoy how easily we can have talked for 45 minutes and then fake like we just started talking. <laughs> We slipped into the lie so smoothly.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, we did.
1: (laughs) No questions.
0: I mean, that's a sign of a true friendship, right? Yeah,
1: and I mean, really, if anybody is listening to these, they've got to know, like... Yeah, we talk a lot, and it doesn't end up.
0: in the they, Here's the thing: is if people think we go on non sequiturs on the show, they have no idea what
1: gets cut. It's amazing <laughs> that either of us get anything done when we're talking to each other at all. Ever, <laughs> I mean, like it's baffling that the reason why we met is because we shared a workplace.
0: Yeah, that is actually kind of shocking. <laughs> it's good, you know. We never sat side by side, and I think that's probably a good thing we sat across from each other but we had screens between us to distract us (laughs) but if we had sat next to each other with like a fully unobstructed view
1: oh no (laughs) no it would have been trouble (laughs) oh we would have been fired so much earlier than when we were fired we were fired together on the same day we were that was so So many things we've gone through so many rice (laughs) and it. i mean i'm sorry quote-unquote let go ugh we were downsized suck
0: on my d um okay (laughs) so today we are going to be reviewing a little film called truth or dare from 2017 not to be confused with truth or dare 2018 or truth or dare 2012 or truth or dare 2013 and definitely not madonna's truth or dare (laughs) 2017 no this is or well that wasn't 2017 but this is truth or dare 2017 so before we get started mars Oh my god, we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it. Can you do us a solid and remind us? Still, of... Zombie's in the end! Oh, I'm joking. I wanted to try. <laughs> All right, well, aside from the whole fact that everybody ends up a zombie at the end, can you remind our <laughs> listeners of our spoiler policy?
1: We're gonna spoil everything. I just fake spoiled it because I was proud for a second that Not I didn't spoiler. blurt out the ending. Before we gave the spoiler policy, but then I figured, you know, I, it felt wrong. <laughs>
0: it really, at this point, yeah, it does feel like, oh, we're not getting the job done. If we don't spoil it before we won, you we're going to spoil I it. I know, I mean,
1: mm. are we really becoming that complacent? Are we just going to let people know that we're going to spoil it before we actually spoil it? Who even are we? Where did we begin and how far have we come? <laughs> Jaha was a hero.
0: Oh, oh. Stop it. Stop. Okay, <laughs> for those of you in the audience, we—if you watch the 100, you understand why that sentence enraged me. <laughs> if you didn't, you should watch the 100. It's way better than you think it is. It looks really good. You just got to power through those first four episodes. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a lot to ask, but by the end of episode four, you will be hooked. It you happens so
1: fast.
0: You will so unexpected. hate it in the first episode. You will be like, "What is this trash?" But by the end of episode four, it
1: is like so good. It's so strange, too, because I remember starting episode four being like, I don't know what Rachel is talking about. There's no way this. And then by the end, it was like, <gasps> oh. oh,
0: this is so good. And then it just stays good and gets better and better and better. Anyway. so good. On the next episode of the 100 cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what have you been up to, Marzi? Anything exciting? Nope. Nope. Well, it sounds like. Your birthday weekend could not come at a better-slash-worst time. It's going to
1: pretty much be the last weekend I have before I have to start looking for a
0: job. All right, well, we're going to go out with a huge bang. There's going to be lots of bourbon, lots of fun, lots of laughter. Maybe a ghost. Hopefully a ghost. (laughs) So, um, I have a warm-up question. Was What's your most memorable Truth or Dare game when you were a kid? Oh, I've never played.
1: You've never played? I've never played Truth or Dare. What?! Yeah, because a, I I get injured really easily, so I'm always afraid of the dares, because I always feel like I'm going to end up hurt. And I don't want to... I mean, I don't know. Truths are different, because it's like, depending on the, the people that I'm around, like, yeah. y- you and Beerly and Hurley, I don't know that there's anything that I wouldn't be okay with sharing, you know right. what I mean? But it's like, I don't know. I've just always been made really uncomfortable by the games so I just never played. Plus, I honestly can't even actually think of an instance in which a game was happening and what? I opted not to play.
0: Is it I mean, I feel like it's universal, but is it a California thing? I felt like all I did for like 5 years of my life was play truth or dare. No, we never. Like every party, every like hanging out at the park, like it would always devolve into truth or dare cuz like that's how you made out (laughs) the whole purpose of it was to like see a boob or to make out or whatever so i'm amazed you never played it i don't know that
1: we ever got that bored i guess that i mean we weren't
0: bored we were horny (laughs) (laughs) i just i mean i we started playing truth or dare in like fourth grade Maybe I'm just a creep. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just can't believe you've never
1: played. I, I mean, that we never. Wild. I never played any of those games. Like, I never played Truth or Dare or Spin the Bottle. I think Seven Minutes time... in Heaven. Nothing. Nope. nope. Whoa! That
0: was like a summer for me. <laughs> I just I was not
1: interested
0: in that How? stuff. Yeah. I mean, you I probably can't made better life decisions
1: as a result of it. But I mean, I used to dig a lot of holes in the lawn.
0: i I love what a weird
1: kid you probably were (laughs) just 10 year old mars wandering around with a shovel being like "Yup, this looks like a good place for a hole
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay listeners we're gonna need you to weigh in
1: on this i was gonna
0: skip this warm-up question but i just had my mind blown so i it's going in the show because i need to know am i freaking weird like, or does everybody play Truth or Dare? I thought it was like everybody plays with a Ouija board, everybody plays Truth or Dare. Like, there's a handful of things you do as a kid that, like, yeah. boy girl parties. I think, I mean? mean, I
1: think I'm the one who had a different childhood. I don't think it's you. I think yours is, you know, I don't think yours is the weird one. I don't know, man. Like, I, don't I mean, know. the first time I played with a Ouija board, I was in college. Okay. The first time I did light as a feather stiff as a board was also in college and oh, really? it does not work as well when it is an adult that you're trying to live <laughs> did you feel like you always got drafted to be the
0: the, the feather board
1: yeah and it sucked
0: they were like who's the smallest one in the room it was just it was always
1: like my roommate and whatever friend she had over like poking me in the butt and the shoulder with their fingers, and, like, <laughs> like i don't i don't like this I tried to do Bloody Mary once as an adult, Ooh. and then I got too scared and, yeah! <laughs> and shit. I love that you did all
0: these things as an adult.
1: I think it was like some sort of you know I didn't play those games as a kid, and then at some point in my early twenties, I was like,
0: let's play all the games.
1: Yeah, it'll be safe now. And I'm trying all these things. And I'm like lame, lame, lame. Bloody Mary, blood. Nope, I don't want to do it. Too I don't want to do it anymore. Too
0: real. I was listening to something the other day, and they said they saw Bloody Mary, like in Real life, or like, yeah. the- no, it was like on a podcast, and I'm trying to remember which one it was. I feel well, like I was listening to one of my drag queen podcasts, and I don't like, want
1: to know that that happened. Oh my okay, god, I'm sure they made it
0: up but I don't think they did. I think they said they really saw her.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't really believe in Bloody Mary, but I believe just enough not to do it. (laughs) Okay, so I just have to
1: say that as you were telling that story, Hellbeast started tapping at the door to get in. Oh, no! And it wasn't closed, so it didn't make a sound. It just all of a sudden the door started kind of being batted open, and I almost peed. (laughs) Hi, baby. Cool. So, yes, listeners, let us know. I don't
0: know. I I need answers. I'm crowdsourcing. Listeners, send us a message. Did you play these games? And also, if you did, what's your best story that you're willing to share?
1: <laughs> I'm, like, really racking my brain now trying to figure out what I did instead. Because I know I had friends. So, wait,
0: your first kiss was not a truth or dare kiss. It was Mm-mm. just, like, a regular old kiss.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. It was my first boyfriend at a dance.
0: Aw, that's sweet.
1: No, it wasn't. I got dizzy and fell over mid-kiss. It was... Because he was much taller than me. I think vertigo occurred. Something about the angle. And I'm hmm. probably nerves. Anyway. That's so Mars. <laughs> I fell down. <laughs>
0: That's the most Mars story ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, well, we, they, you maybe didn't play Truth or Dare, but our poor characters in our movie definitely did. Uh, so tell me why you picked this movie. How and why did you end up picking this one?
1: Um... I think, well, okay, so I really wanted to see the one that just came out, because that one looked really good to me, the one with, like, where they get the creepy smiles and yeah. stuff. But it wasn't out, like, streaming, you know? Like, I was gonna have to rent it or something, and I don't want to pay for movies that I think will eventually be on any of the many streaming oh, services yeah. that I It'll have. It'll be there eventually. Yeah. So this was, I think, a very thin attempt at trying to satisfy that. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like, well, if I can't see the one I want to see, I guess I'll watch one that I don't. That sounds like a good good
0: enough reason. I definitely, like, when we discussed which movie we were gonna watch, it took a lot of back and forth before we settled on we were actually watching the same movie.
1: Yeah, this will be the moment of truth, though, if we find out we actually, if we actually did end Here's up the watching point. the same movie. I think there's still a little bit I still think there might be a chance that we watch different movies.
0: The thing is though, we might be able to get all the way to the end of this movie and find out that we actually did watch different movies. Because yeah. I have a feeling there's gonna be some plot points that match with all of these things. Yeah. <laughs> It'll
1: be an adventure. I also found out today when looking at it on Netflix, like it doesn't it didn't come up when I clicked it, but when I hovered over in it at the bottom, it was like teen horror. Horror, it, you know, it was like these three like tags of describing the kind of movie, but one of them was like murder games or something. And I was like, holy shit, there's a tag for murder what? games, but I couldn't click on it. And when I went, what you know, when I looked for it, hang on, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up again. Game of Death, that was the tag. It's like that's a genre because that's a genre. I would, I would delve into the game of death.
0: Is this a new subgenre that you're discovering you really like?
1: It, apparently, yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Okay, so, why don't we dig into the actual review? Mars, would you mind doing the synopsis?
1: Absolutely. I was about to say absolutely. Like, yes, I would mind. Um <laughs> So, this movie, like all good horror movies, starts 30 years before we actually.
0: Yeah. Before the
1: actual events it takes place in the 80s and it basically is showing the, the last two survivors of the previous Truth or Dare game uh, coming to the end of their game, which involves one of the kids. I'm, I'm assuming his dare was to throw himself off the roof and not yeah. just stand on the roof because he's up on yeah. the roof trying to stand and then falls. And it comes down to the last girl who is her dare is to pour a bucket of acid over her head. And as much as this movie, I have some have some some uh some problems with this movie but it actually was really creepy to see the bucket slide across yeah. the floor uh-huh. like come out of the shadow uh-huh. I, I thought that was kind of cool but anyway so she has to dump this bucket of acid over her head and in order to try to protect herself she makes a baking soda paste mm-hmm. which i don't know if that would i don't know if that would work i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist so i don't know but i feel like well i think she was trying to do the like were you the base making and acid? A base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we find out it didn't really work. I don't know. I don't know that I would have thought of that, though. I think I would have just been like, well, looks like I'm losing this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she makes a base out of baking soda and water and makes a paste and pours the acid. And then we cut to current times where yes. a group of teen or they're not teenagers, they're college kids. A group of college kids are going out to this house where all of that happened for Halloween because one of their friends is like an AV. He's the only member of the video club and he makes these videos and tries to make viral videos. And so we start out where we are kind of jumping in between the different cars and getting to know the different couples, essentially, mm-hmm. um, which is in the group of people that is just like. It was like whoever wrote this was like, well, we need a funny fat kid in a hat. We need a (laughs) drug-addicted whore. We need the all-star athlete. We need a vegan hippie in a sundress. I'm going to need the main girl to just be sort of an even measurement of characteristics. But her boyfriend needs to be both smart and attractive. And then the best friend just needs to be sorry.
0: (laughs) It is pretty, like you know, it's very much the archetypes of this. Like, they're not going, they're not stretching the genre in any kind of way. For sure.
1: And what confuses me is, and I feel like one of the reasons why this happens in movies is because they're trying to make these characters relatable by being like, look, you know, it's this this person, this person, this person. But I don't think I've ever had a group of friends where everybody was one thing and nobody overlapped. Yeah. You know? Like, there's enough differences to be interesting and that's why you want to be friends with them but there's also as many similarities yeah like what did these people have in common with each other like not much and then you know as they get to the house and you see the way they talk to each other it's it's you get the impression that you know they've known each other for years this is a core friend group and yet they somehow seem to just really hate each other yeah they don't seem to like each other at all yeah
0: i have that in my notes here where like this movie it does the thing i freaking hate and this the is pencil a- dick thing. Yes, like uh, aspiring screenwriters out there, let me give you a tip. Like, if you are going to do not do the thing where you do the exposition dump by way of characters talking to each other in like an overly antagonistic. Or aggressive way if you want me to care about these people you they need to care about each other (laughs) you know what i mean like if they hate each other i have no reason to like any of them because there's nobody like it's one thing if everybody around your main character that you love is terrible and then you're like rooting for your main character but these people are supposed we don't know anybody enough to have any attachment and then these people are supposed to be friends like if my friends talk to me the way that they talk to each other i'd be like so upset. Like, if you talk to me that way when we got to, like, or when we get to the Airbnb in two weeks, I would have to pull you into another room and be like, what did I do? How can I fix this friendship? Why
1: are you shitting on me all day? Right? Like, I would assume something
0: went down and we need to resolve something. I would be (laughs) distraught. Like, it's not...
1: I know! And they're trying to make it seem like, oh, but this is just how people who like each other, you know, playfully tease each other. I'm like, no! (laughs) People are being, like really mean and you know like like, these are people that if people treated me that way I wouldn't go spend a weekend in a rented house with them no like my love
0: language is teasing like when I love someone I tease them but I never do it in a way that's meant to be hurtful (laughs) like it's it's just yeah I I don't like it it's weird exposition shorthand it never ever ever works
1: and it's just so uncomfortable to watch because it makes me feel like if I was the you know I have how many people are there Six? Mm, I think an eight originally. I don't know. Wait, I don't on. know. There's a group. But I feel like if I was the the extra, yeah, the, you know, the ninth person in that room, it would just be like,
0: yeah, like calling the Uber. I'm gonna
1: take up smoking again just so that I have an excuse to go outside.
0: Okay. Yeah. So uh, before we get too much further, I do want to say, I want to point out one thing, and that this is a mo- this movie is actually a sci-fi movie that was turned or that is it's not like a theatrical release. And so like, there's some limitations that we're all just going to have to accept going into it, so I'm going to try to approach my review of this movie with that framework, because, like, here's the thing, it's like, there are things I like about this movie as a sci-fi movie that I would oh. not have any, I would not give any leeway to a theatrical release, so I'm going to be a little bit nicer, but
1: I'm yeah, just okay. putting it out I didn't there. know that, Um, but knowing that it, it wasn't a theatrical re- release and that it was a sci-fi movie, it actually is it, you know makes it seem better in my head than some of the sci-fi <laughs> movies the that I've seen that's the thing
0: yes I feel like you have to put that out there because it's unfair to judge this against like you know the
1: one I really wanted to see yes <laughs> because the, and you,
0: this is the same channel that gave us giant shark versus mega octopus or whatever you know what I mean so like yeah so like, two headed shark attack exactly so if that helps at all um... it does okay good good I just want to put that out there for all for also for other people watching this, like, cause I'm not gonna, I don't, I don't want to just totally shit on this movie. Right.
1: That's not fun. Um, besides there are things having not known that there were actually things that I, do like yes. it at this movie,
0: <laughs> right? But I'm going to be a little gentle with my review, is all I'm saying, because I I want to give it the benefit of the sci-fi doubt.
1: <laughs> it actually is much better than most sci-fi movies that I. Think. That is
0: for a sci-fi movie. This is a very solid outing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Continue.
1: So anyway, so they all get to the house, which is the first time we see them all interacting together. Um, the only person who's not a part of this group is the baseball player's new girlfriend, who was it's very it's made very clear that she is a vegan hippie you know they put her in like the peasant dress with the little sandals and you know the first conversation they have with her is about her is she straight up is like oh yeah i'm the girl i'm vegan is that a bag of meat because i can i don't eat it i'm vegan (laughs)
0: did i mention
1: did i mention i'm vegan that means i don't eat meat as vegans do (laughs) other vegans no just me thought so (laughs) Yeah. So they get into the house, everybody shits on each other and it's all very mean. It's very strange. Um and the the kid. See, okay, again. You know me. We've talked about it. I've seen this movie like 9 times at this point. Don't oh, know God. anyone's name. Okay. Um the Scar's knock- knockoff who does the video. Oh, stuff.
0: Yes. Uh his name is, hold on. Bloop. bloop, 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 bloop. Carter? Is... Yes. Carter. I literally
1: watched this movie four hours ago.
0: Who is like like a alternate to play Murphy on the one? <laughs> <Right? laughs> like he if Murphy something happens to the actor plays Murphy, we can have this dude come and fill in.
1: All you gotta do, do is dye that hair and he's set. Right. He, ready he has go. the same
0: kind of creepy vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. So he the whole thing is that he rented this house because he'd heard the story about what happened the last time in the eighties. These kids played Truth or Dare and they all died and so he wanted to Record spending the weekend in this house to make a viral video for his channel and everything, and everybody else is, like, just kind of burnt out on him and his video antics, and they keep talking about the previous Halloween, how they simultaneously went on a boring haunted hayride, and yet someone also broke a bone, so... yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was two separate Halloweens. Maybe it was, like, there was a boring one and the one before that someone broke a bone. I don't know,
0: but... Also, who's going on the drip this year? If, like, he, if he's breaking people's bones, like, don't you right. bow out? You're like, I'd really right.
1: love to, but I uh,
0: have to do anything else. Goodbye. Uh,
1: yeah, and there's some, Im- like, it's implied somewhat that the person broke a bone because of a prank he played. Yeah. Right? Because, like, later when things start happening and they're accusing him of pranking everybody again... And someone makes some comment about how, like, you remember, you know, I'm not doing the last time broken bones, blah blah blah. I was like, so this guy, not only hates his friends, is hated by his friends, but actively pulled a prank that broke someone's bone, and they're all still hanging out. These people yeah. have self esteem issues. <laughs> right. You are worth more than that, all of you.
0: <laughs> I like the Mars intervention. <laughs> <I like> <laughs>
1: You don't have to hang out with each other if you hate each other. Right? It's fine. Branch out. You're in college. (laughs) This is your chance to experiment with new friends. (laughs) Join a club that has more than just you
0: in it. I also, can we just like, really, there's a college with one person that's into film. (laughs) <laughs> what fucking
1: college is this? Is well, it like an Amish college? Like, everyone, I think I think like It might be more that it's not just that there's only one person who's into film. I think it's just one person into that dude and nobody uh, else wanted to be. There's in like a, club a whole
0: with like him. film department that they're like shh
1: <laughs> don't tell Carter. Don't tell Carter. Shh. They call it like Tap Dancing League just so that he doesn't <laughs> right. catch on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> anyway, so they uh disperse about the house it's creepy it's old it's full of cobwebs the main character whose name i can't think of right now alex 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 Alex, sees the clock tick backwards and is like well that's weird but anyway we witness a character taking pills which will come up later she's changed out of her slutty cat costume which is just the way you need to introduce that character to get the point across i guess there are some
0: very strange choices in the storytelling here and like I don't want to just blame the writers you know, outright because I know they write something and then the filmmakers take it and turn something into something yeah. else. We had a writer reach out to us and explain yep. that to us once. So <laughs> I'm not going to just shit on the writing. But I will say that what we viewed, there appears to be some problems in that area where we have character threads and themes that are hinted at but never fully realized. And I feel like some of it is the stuff with the friend breaking the leg or the girl showing up in the cat costume or even the pills and stuff. Like, they want to get at this idea of, like, these people are being punished for sins or something like that. But none of it ever fully comes together, I don't feel like. And I feel like either some of the – that's either in the writing or in the editing where they just, like, for runtime cut a bunch of stuff. I don't know. But, like, I feel like they – almost go there with like multiple storylines that never actually kind of come together
1: right and when they make that point later where she says you know these are secrets these are fears but then you think back to the beginning and you're like well i mean yeah i'm also afraid to put my hand on a hot stove burner but that doesn't mean that right. i'm unique you know yeah, right <laughs> i don't think i'm alone in that
0: well some of them seem to fit in this like little and i wonder if we had um If there's some sort of backstory as to why specifically is it are we supposed to assume because he wants to be a doctor, he's worried about his hands. I I feel like the writing doesn't give us enough to like make that solid connection. So it just feels totally random. Yeah.
1: Or the chandelier, the wires. Yeah, why? Like Like, later with the car. Yeah, with the car, you're like, okay, yes. Right. He did a thing and now this is happening, retribution, right? But it's like did he Did he cheat on a chandelier once? I think he must have. Did he murder a chandelier and leave its body in the creek? I don't. Mm, That's a movie I'd watch. I actually would watch that movie. And then the chandelier comes back. It's like Christine, but with home appliances. (laughs) (laughs) The worst one, though, is like that.
0: I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but like, we never even find out what Alex's fear is, do we? D-
1: losing body parts
0: I mean again <laughs> vamp- I feel a-
1: that's not an un- exactly it's not like oh it's my secret you know like I've never told anyone this but I'm afraid to cut off my own leg <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I'm, this is finding yourself Friday it's new edition or I've learned something new about you Mark <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep
1: all your body parts I know I mean I know it makes me weird it's like uh, but sometimes you gotta live your truth you know <laughs> Like I I strive every day to just keep them keep all all of my body parts attached to my body. But I mean, like, don't you feel like
0: there was they were there's something there, but like you're just getting like bits and pieces of it. Yeah.
1: Real weird. Yeah, it's just very disjointed. How half the time we're on this theme and half the time we're not, and it's we're supposed to just like be all right with it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after so they sit around and they're all gonna play a game. Um, the slutty cat suggests Ouija board. She also does one of those re- – so, there are a few of those just really, like, tired, old bits that just need to – Like, um you know, we talked about how no one ever needs to call parents parental units ever again because yes. we're done with that. And she does the read between the lines. We're shake. done with that. We're okay. done. It's retired. Yep. It's gone. Moratorium it to read between the lines. We're done. let it Let it rest. It's tired. <laughs> R.I.P. It needs a nap. Um, So they're all sitting around being cruel to each other some more, and Carter says that they should play Truth or Dare, because that's the game that got everybody murdered the first time, so yeah, let's follow (laughs) up with the uh, second second turn at it. Which also falls in the category of things that we should just know by now not to do. Like, you don't read out loud from a book you find in a basement that's not yours, right? You don't read aloud languages you don't know, especially if the book looks like it's being covered in skin, you know?
0: Hint, hint, nudge, nudge.
1: Maybe if you find out that a bunch of people died in a house doing a thing, don't do that thing also. But, you know, so they decide to play truth or dare. Of course, things get slutty right off the bat. But then the second dare that's pulled by the best friend, she doesn't want to do. And so they, you know, snatch it from her and they read it out loud because that's what friends do when they see that you're visibly upset. They do the thing that has made you visibly upset and it's a truth and it says you know i have slept with alex's boyfriend uh, the the tyler dude. of tyler course. how do we not just guess that first of all he
0: is the most tyler person i've ever seen in my life except for the fact that he's actually the most mason person i've ever seen in my Uh-oh. whole life and that's his real name <laughs> Like, that dude has whatever Mason face is, he's got it. (laughs) You know what I mean? With a a
1: hint of Tyler.
0: (laughs) Very handsome, but probably, like maybe killed someone in college and like his parents paid to cover it up kind of thing yeah. like he killed
1: like a maid or something or like hit and run on a homeless person yeah yeah he has a hit and run and like run didn't go back to check of that. yeah 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 yeah
0: <laughs> we are dark today
1: what is yeah. going on <laughs> yeah it's Friday yeah we used to do this on Thursday
0: right. but then we
1: found out what Friday does it's the full moon to our weird werewolves and yeah. it became more like- fun uh, so it's revealed that the best friend had sex with Alex's boyfriend when she was out of town, and everybody gets really uncomfortable, and people are crying, and they, those three storm away, and they're still so mad at Carter for doing this, which I have, I had many questions about why doesn't certain bits of information sink in to everybody, right. but this was one of them, and only because in the whole movie up until this point, they've accused Carter of doing this prank about 17 times right and at some point and it's not even like oh we still don't believe you they're saying it as if it's being said for the first time over and over and over again i'm just like man carter i'm actually irritated for you like i'm not (laughs) the biggest carter fan but my god i am on your side in this one because geez how many more times are they gonna say this and have like how are you How else do you say it, you know? Like, it's one of those things where it's at the point where you're kind of like, am I I not saying it the right way? Am I not saying it in English? Is it coming out as dolphin squeaks? How else do I communicate that I have not done this, that I did not do this, I am not doing this, you know? And including when supernatural stuff starts occurring, and they're still like, Carter, stop it. He's like, for the love of God, it is a demon. I am not doing it anymore. (laughs) God, why couldn't I've been the first one to die? Right. <laughs> so, they, you know, the Tyler comes back into the room after trying to talk to his girlfriend and and he says he didn't tell anybody. And, uh, he walks back in and he finds these cards and it says, put your hand on the hot stove. And he's like, very funny, Carter. That's sick. You know, this is gross. And again, Carter, for the millionth time, I didn't do it. I didn't, blah, blah, blah. So Tyler goes into the kitchen because that's where you should go when a card appears and tells you to put your hand on a hot stove burner. Right. And you should go where the hot stove <laughs> burner is. Right, right, right. And he sees the stove burner click on. He makes some real serious eye contact with a high chair. And then it sh- shoots across the room. <laughs> and in an act of physics that I still can't quite work out, it hits him. He ricochets in the opposite direction that science says he should have. And he lands on the hot stove burner. Oh. Which immediately melts his flesh to it. But it does lead to the best one of all. It does.
0: <laughs> I will say, okay,
1: so this this movie
0: definitely follows a very, very specific like formula, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Kids go away for the weekend and mess with the demon and then they start getting picked off one by one and everybody's an archetype. Like, we're very familiar with this formula. Right. And like it can be very satisfying when it's done well, and it could be very lazy when it's not. But the one thing out of this entire movie that caught me off guard is what this dare leads to, which I lit- I could not watch. I couldn't there were
1: watch. A couple, there were a couple and I remember when I was When I picked this movie, and I said I picked it because I saw some stuff in the trailer that looked gnarly. Yeah. And there were, I mean, the movie itself as a whole is average, I'd say. It's exceedingly average. But there are some parts in here that got me. Yeah. And it goes back to something we've also talked about in previous episodes, where it's like, I can watch people get heads cut off and limbs cut off, but the little, the little violence, Uh, the little little stuff gets me. Yeah. And there's some good lobe <laughs> 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 but we'll get to it okay Uh, so he has to pull his melted flesh hand off of this Ooh. burner and I thought that effect was good when you see like the string yeah, of it it's gross and running it underwater he's like surprisingly calm for yeah. someone that this have has have you ever had with. a bad burn no not really I've had so minor burns but nothing too bad. too bad
0: it hurts so bad, and it hurts so bad for so long. Like You know, like you stub your toe and it hurts really, really bad, but it goes away in a few minutes? Imagine that, the intensity of when you first stab, stub your toe, but it lasts for hours. So the Ugh. ability that he's able to just shake this off is like, to me, the ultimate, like, you have to, yeah, like, the, the, the level of disbelief you have to suspend. Right. Like, I I remember I had to sleep with an ice pack on my finger when I burned it really badly, Ugh. and every few hours I'd wake up and have to get a new ice pack out because it would wake me up Ugh. like eight hours later.
1: Oh my god! Yes,
0: so that's that's neither here nor there. I'm just calling shenanigans on the burn thing. Sorry. Y- yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's also like a
1: a med student who travels with a doctor's bag already.
0: Well, but whatever. Yeah. What we I doing? mean, I also
1: travel with first aid supplies, but I I get. Hurt I mean, a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, do we think that medical students carry that stuff around? I don't I mean, know. I mean, had
1: a big roll of gauze.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you like to just see wounds all day, like you would be like, listen, you gotta keep this on. <laughs> you. you never know when the shit's gonna go down. I've seen things. I mean, but, but what do I know? You had to tell me to get a poncho. Like, you
1: <laughs> know, like preparedness is not my thing. <laughs> like, you might wanna wear a rainproof layer during the rainy time. In yeah. in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, that makes sense when you say it.
0: <laughs> I'm not arguing. I just never heard to me. <laughs> Sorry, go
1: ahead. Um yeah, so uh Alex bandages up his burned up gross hand, and the next dare is to the the vegan in the sundress. This is the best one, yes. And her dare is to eat his burned flesh. Ah! Off of the burner. <laughs> And it's so like I am. I am not normally very queasy when it comes to stuff. There are a few things that'll get me, but normally I'm not that queasy. And I definitely do not feel the urge to throw up if I hear someone else gagging. Until I watched this movie, and listened Mm -hmm. to her eating the flesh and gagging, and it was so gross. And so she eats a little, and then the demon calls them on the phone. Eat all of it. And the dare is to eat all of it, so she has to go back and eat so much hand skin off of this uh, burner. It's actually making me a little nauseous. Especially the- when you call it hand skin. Yeah, it's just, I'm like, ooh, chicharrones. Oh, and it's like, and the dare is like, eat Carter's burned flesh. Or not Carter, but Tyler, eat Tyler's burned flesh. And something about the phrase burned flesh with the word oh. eat. When
0: she just picks it off the burner. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> Food stuff is my Absolute Achilles heel. Like, I it is if anytime I have to eat something gross, I can't, I cannot do it. Like, it's worse I, than anything else
1: for me. It's because after you eat it, you know, it's still with you for the next several hours, you know. Oh, like, it's forever not forever. Like, oh, you
0: are what you eat, she will always be that <laughs> burnt it, flesh. It,
1: it's not like, oh, I can wash my hands, I can take a shower. It's like that has now become a part of me, <laughs> that's still floating around inside my stomach it's in my teeth oh,
0: oh, oh so gross but it made for like a really good because i mean to be honest this is not my genre of movie i don't normally go for the ones where it's just like like final destination games of death games of death yeah because yeah it's just i i can appreciate it but it's not what i normally go for because of this kind of stuff man it messes me <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so that's followed by that's followed by the baseball bat, right? Yeah, yeah. So then the baseball player, the the vegan girl's boyfriend, who's you know he's the athlete. Scouts are coming. He needs to get this scholarship. He's already in college. He needs something sports to happen. That's good. And his <laughs> <laughs> his dare is to have someone smash his knee with a baseball bat. So Carter, who is swiftly looking like the highest quality of person compared to the others, right, smashes his knee with a baseball bat after his girlfriend kind of taps it and is like, "See and it's done." It's like, well, smash doesn't leave a lot to the imagination as to what that means. I don't think that's going to cut it. Yeah, breaks his knee. The drug addicted whore cat Gets a, oh my God. <laughs> gets a dare about how she's addicted to drugs and she denies it because she was in a car accident and the pills she has are a prescription and she doesn't need them she just likes them or whatever i don't know she and but anyway so she tries to leave up until this house point the house kind of locked them in and like boards flew out of nowhere to board up the windows and whatnot but she gets out, I think it's supposed to be because the demon, because she denied it or whatever, and the yeah. demon was like, All right, well, then you get to die. So she, you lie, you die. Yeah, left the house, gets impaled. Whoops, and that's when something happens that I didn't think was gonna happen. We leave Same. the house.
0: Same, I was like, What the first time I watched this because I have seen this twice. Uh, when they left I was kind of like alright that's good like I, I appreciate it I assumed we were going to be in the house from the credits to credits yeah. so when they left I was like oh we got a little twisty twist here this is great and they do some things they do a lot of dumb shit in this movie but they one of the smart things that they do is the, what you would do go to the hospital and try to like alert the authorities that something's going on Yeah, I mean, although obviously- it also
1: leads to the second thing in this movie that is old and needs to retire yeah. be retired cops are pigs <laughs> Uh, All they want to do is eat donuts. uh, Oh, God.
0: Like, get better material. Right? Like, I mean, if
1: that's what you need the scene to do where they are mean about police officers, fine. But don't resort to the cops are pigs and eat donuts. Yeah, like, it's just too cliche. Like, there's
0: plenty of material there. Like, they figure something else better to say. Go anywhere. It's
1: 2017 when this movie came out. Not currently. I know what year it is.
0: Yeah, but still...
1: and then they try to pull this, like, sudden weird superiority complex where Carter's like, they couldn't possibly understand with their infantile minds what we've been experiencing. And I was like, that's just so weirdly out of place that all of a sudden you're like, their puny minds are unable to, cont- you know, whatever. And I was like, geez, that's such a bizarre we're
0: back on the porch again. Like we, all the character development that happened in the house is gone.
1: It's, yeah, it was real strange. But so they go to the hospital because of the smashed knee and because of their murdered friend, and they're trying to tell the cops. And Carter's camera doesn't work because you know demons right, don't like right, being right. seen. Right. And then they all go their separate ways. In a very uncomfortable realization, Alex and the roommate who slept with her boyfriend are roommates. I. Don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was definitely
0: an uncomfortable scene.
1: <laughs> yeah. And up until then, we just knew they were friends. We didn't know they were actually roommates. But they're roommates. They're like dorm mates where they don't have like separate bedrooms. They share a room. Like their bedroom, their beds are a number of feet apart. Yeah. And the friend is trying to do the like, so that sucked, right? But Alex is not speaking to her. And this is when we start. With the best friend just being really sorry for the rest of the movie about everything yeah. always constantly over and over again. And she does a real world thing that I hate, which is the I said I was sorry. What, what else can do you- I do? <laughs> That's not how it works.
0: Like it's not a get out of jail free to say you're sorry. Like right. if you fuck her, fuck up this is just this is my PSA to the world. Like you don't automatically get forgiven. Like you have to take accountability, and sometimes accountability is just having to sit there and stomach when somebody's really mad at you.
1: Right. So suck it up. <laughs> this is not like the Carter thing where he kept being like, "I didn't do it, didn't do it, didn't do it." This is like, okay, you're sorry. I'm glad, but now starts the period of time in which, uh, in which you have to be sorry. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Sorry, that's a personal pet peeve of mine.
1: No, I feel I feel the same way. Yeah. Um. So. Carter is alone by himself, watching videos of the the whore cat who died because he was in love with her secretly, and the baseball player and the vegan are like hiding out. I mean, he has a broken leg or whatever, so like you know, he's allowed to lounge. But uh, We're they're gonna all, give him a pass. All kind of doing their own separate thing, and then Carter picks up or his camera moves. That's what it is, right? The camera yeah. moves, and he didn't do it. Very so-
0: creepy. Like, yeah. Eh.
1: So he picks it up and he's walking around and he, when he looks at his bed, there's a person in it in the camera, but not in reality. And it turns out, I honestly don't know what her name is at this point. The whore cat. Um, let me see if I can
0: guess. I have the cast in front of me. Uh, I don't think it's that one. I think it must be
1: Addison. Addison. Yes. Is that right? Oh, yeah. damn! I'm good. Yeah. So it's her in the bed and she's being all creepy and. Still, somehow, even the demon's, like, presentation of her is to be mean. I I guess if that's all it witnessed. And it's like, oh, that just must be how they are. And he gets a dare to hang himself for two minutes. And a noose appears out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to do it, right? He's trying to get out of his room, but he can't open the door. Nobody's coming. So the noose comes for him. And then the demon sends a video of it happening to all his friends. So they're all rushing, Oh, I forgot the chandelier. Uh, right? Doesn't yeah. that happen? It does, but
0: we're okay. We're about that.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he has another dare, so we'll yeah. get to him then.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so they all rush in. Obviously, they'll make it in time. He dies. We get the... This is where it starts with Alex every, like, I don't know, 20 minutes saying, I'm ending this. Where are you going? I'm ending this. What are we gonna do? I'm ending this. Yeah, she
0: does. This is the point where she goes full final girl on us. But she yeah. just but she has that final girl moment over and over and over <laughs> again.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the hippie keeps doing like say, she keeps saying she doesn't want to do this. Which I did like that. They're like, "Did you hear? She doesn't want to do it." Newsflash, everyone! <laughs> I was like, "The voice of the audience," <laughs> because if she's saying it. She's not like saying it like, "Oh, like I'm so unhappy. This is happening. That this is all I can think of." She's saying it in the way someone says if they only said it once. Like if you're standing in line at a roller coaster and they suddenly decide, like, "You know what? I don't really want to do this." There, she's saying it like, "Guys, you're never gonna believe this." <laughs> I know that all of my actions up until this point have been the opposite of this, but I actually don't want to play this game of death yeah i'd rather not i mean i it's it's just my truth you know? <laughs> also like who the fuck does want to play right who is here <laughs> that <isn't> blind <laughs> though to be fair i do feel bad for this girl because she actually like she's new to the group she doesn't know these people all she wanted to do was spend a weekend with her new boyfriend and meet his friends right yeah. but what ended it like you know dating is hard <laughs> <laughs> if that's true you do I mean, have all a point she, there dating she wanted is to do, right she started dating this dude he was like hey my friends rented this house for the weekend it'd be cool if you came i want them to get to know you we're just gonna hang out and then she ends up watching him get shot then murdering one of his friends and then dying in a basement that's a tough weekend that is if this is a dude that you are just starting to date but you're like i don't know he's kind of cute but maybe it'll last and then you end up getting eaten by cockroaches like 48 hours later yeah, that's, that's tough. That, I've had some bad dates. This is definitely worse. Right. And to have to do this with people who are strangers, to right. be like, this isn't even a group of people I care about. Like, you could all die and I don't care. But I'm like, the demon doesn't I kind of wish that that was more like in the movie.
0: You know what I mean? Like, that would have helped, I think, the character a lot. If like, that was a little more fleshed out, that dynamic. Because as you're describing it, I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. She's a lot more um, sympathetic a character when you actually put it in the context that you piece together through nine watchings of this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cuz I mean, it took me a few times before I remembered like, oh, that's right. These people are are strangers to her. Like she's never met them until 24 hours ago. And very quickly her only connection to them is killed, which is the next day that happens her boyfriend gets dared to rob a gas station. And because she couldn't stay in the GD car, he gets distracted and shot. And that's when she catches up with everybody else and is like, it's not over. I'm not okay. You know, but yeah, Yeah. it was, I think it was this, actually this last time when I watched it today to refresh my memory. I was like, oh man, that sucks. These people are not even her friends. Yeah. The true tragic
0: character.
1: (laughs) These people she just met. And then the only person, the only reason why she even knows him in the first place is out of the game before. you know yeah.
0: halfway through
1: mm-hmm. so anyway alex at this point has like you said gone full girl, final girl and has been on the internet and has looked up what happened in that house and she's like there's not much information but it's all true and you know i don't know maybe we shouldn't believe everything on the internet i'm just saying like yes it is true but you know she should <laughs> jumped to that conclusion pretty quickly so they go out to meet the woman who survived the last time Yeah. And she's the one from the beginning with the acid and the baking soda. And she's got, you know, a bunch of acid scarring. And she's, she tells them the story about how they went out there and they played truth or dare and how it was killing off all their friends. But the only reason why she survived is because they were allowed to share the dares. And so it wasn't just one person having to take on these like really horrific injuries and they could, you know, divide them and how she had to do that because she was the last one. I really, really thought that it was going to turn out to be that she was somehow like because she won, she now had to send more people to the house in Ooh, order to stay. You know, that like was I, thought it was gonna, good. I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be like that was you know she didn't actually win. She just was what the demon sent out into the world to be like yeah, tell people how you won and send them. You know. Yeah,
0: and this well, we also have to note that this is our this is our one celebrity cameo in this movie. Did you recognize her? No. It's Heather Langenkamp. Do you know who that is? No. Nancy from *A Nightmare on Elm Street*.
1: Oh, yep. So she tells them about the game, and she has like a really extensive knowledge about how demons work, and yeah. says that it's not the house; it's the evil, and it'll follow them. And they have to go back and finish the game, and the only way that they'll get through is if they survive. So you know, we get for the like the second or third time, I'm ending this, and then they go out to the house. <laughs> to finish the game and they bring the poor the poor vegan along who just just wanted a boyfriend yeah so the three girls and holt the chubby fat dude in the little hat who's yeah you know, the you know the i said the chubby fat dude yeah i meant the chubby funny dude i didn't need to say both <laughs> chubby and fat i'm glad that you think he's funny um i do actually i did actually think he was funny
0: so if you want some more of him which to me he's kind of one of the best parts of the movie The new. Have you seen that the new What We Do in the Shadows series started? Is he the guy, the familiar? He is. That's Guillermo Nandor's familiar. And are you watching that show? Yes. It is so good. Okay, so this is my moment where I just plug everyone. You need to be watching What We Do in the Shadows. If you love the movie and like me, you were excited, but also like nervous. Yes, that like they couldn't possibly. Do it right.
1: They're doing it. They're
0: doing it. Like it it's has it's enough... working. Yeah. So everyone, watch that. All right. Anyway, sorry. But... What are we even
1: talking about? Oh, the, uh, they go back the, to the, the house. F- the funny chubby guy in the little hat. So they go back to the house to try to finish the game. And um, what's the first? Oh, it's the acid, right? Oh, yeah. Tyler's still alive, huh? The first thing they have to do. It's the acid, right? Because Tyler, the doctor, is like, we have to chug soda. Because I'm a doctor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they go back, and it says, drink the poison. Or it's not acid, it's, it's poison. poison. This yeah. is one of my favorite parts, too, where he like just looks at it, and he's like, it's poison. And the girlfriend's like, can you tell <laughs> what kind? I know! <laughs> like, what the heck, he's a doctor, not a chemist! Calm right. down! He's a doctor, he's not a psychic. Okay. He didn't make the poison. So his, his theory is that if they chug a soda and then drink the poison, it'll make them throw up in that it'll count that they drank it, but it won't. Kill them, right? right? So they have to. I don't know if that. I mean, I guess so. I guess if I chugged a soda, if I chugged a soda that fast, I think I would throw up before I even like got to the poison portion right, of right. the game. I it would be a real race against time for me. I don't. <laughs> right. Uh, so this is I where mean, you
0: see how valuable having a doctor in the group is in this moment. Like, which makes he me... saved Guillermo the first time with the le- electricity, and now this.
1: Right. Which makes a choice he makes coming up very... Very ups- irritating! Very, very upsetting. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: So they chug this, the poison and then it's then that they have to play Russian roulette, right? Yes. Yeah. So then they find out they have to play Russian roulette. Or no, they have to pull teeth. Oh, yeah. That one was rough. That was rough, too. They have to pull teeth. So here's the thing the friend heard a sound, so she followed it. What we have learned so far in this movie is that if you hear a sound and you're separated from the group, the dare is going to be yours. It's happened before. It'll keep happening. We know this. At this point, when you hear a sound in the other room and nobody else hears it, don't go or it will be your dare. Like, this is a chain of events that has reoccurred. Right. So you don't... let
0: other people get the dare because then you can decide if you want to opt in.
1: Right. Right. If you hear a sound in These the other room, strategies. you just like eyes on the ceiling like, oh, I don't know. I didn't hear. Did you hear sound? I didn't know sound No sound here. Well, you go. You know? Yeah. But she followed it, and it's hers. She has to pull two teeth, or get two teeth pulled, or whatever, Oof. you know. So Oof. she gets one. The thing, like, squeaking on the <sighs> table. <sighs> this is another time, though, when I thought it was funny when they are when they get to the teeth pulling, and, and Holt is trying to pull Tyler's tooth, and he just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm uh, <laughs> sorry.
0: It was so much worse. Like, hers was bad, but then his was so much worse. Yes.
1: Which, I mean, really, though, they should be grateful that the tooth stuff happened after the poison. Because I don't know that I would have wanted to drink poison with an open that is socket true. in my mouth. I mean, say what we- or well, soda for that matter. The dare demon
0: is he not merciful?
1: <laughs> I wonder if he was like, mm-hmm, remove your teeth. Oh, ah, damn it! I should have done this before the poison. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> ah, too late. Next time. Next time. It was like writing in his demon though. It's like save poison for after mouth violence. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um. So they pull some teeth. It's horrifying yes they play russian roulette and this being the decision we were talking about earlier when so the, the okay so i'm just saying if you are the doctor in the group and you use that as an excuse to put other people in danger instead of yourself that's irritating and selfish right it's going to make people upset with you but the thing is is that you have a point because if you're doing i this want game, the doctor there
0: every step of the way
1: someone should have said something that's what i'm saying is if the guy was like oh no i want to do it because i'm the hero someone should have stepped forward and been like you're the doctor yeah if other if we get more poison down the line i want someone else is going to be like let's chug some soda i don't want like us 3 dumb dum-dums over here being like well maybe if we just like do it real fast so he takes the he gets shot because of course he does because he's the doctor and why would he be allowed. I don't really know guns that well, but like,
0: aren't with revolver aren't with revolvers, can't you see down into the barrel to see if the bullet is there or not?
1: I have no idea. I feel like you can. I, I mean, the thing being that he tried to shoot it at the wall anyway, and it wouldn't go. So I think even if you knew the bullet was in there, I don't think you could choose to not shoot your. You but know what you I mean? Spin it again. Oh yeah, spin. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, we lose the doctor.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: we lose Due the doctor. To, to like severely misplaced heroism. Yes. And just just a strange apathy on everybody else to be like the one person with medical knowledge. Yeah, let's give him the gun. Couldn't I mean there were enough people that he okay, anyway. It's, Whatever. It's, moving it's, on. Moving yep. on. We gotta go it's, run
0: some people over.
1: It's done. It's done. So Alex is upset. The friend is upset because she you know, it's implied that she actually did have feelings for him, you know even though the, the sleep the accident of sleeping together was like oh we were drunk blah blah but you know whatever everybody's upset holt goes to use the bathroom and maybe this is where you can help me because i watched this part so many times trying to figure out what the the music was for and i couldn't so i don't i don't know if maybe you i mean i think it. if
0: you see in the mirror like you see like red rum style you see like get run over by a
1: car Well, because he's, you know, he's rinsing off his face in the sink, and then the shot is on his hands in the sink when it goes, dum. Okay. And then he looks up, and there's nothing in the mirror, and then he looks back down, and he looks up again, and then the dare is on the mirror. All right,
0: I'm pulling it up. So,
1: I just, I couldn't, I mean, but remember in, oh, what was the one with the son of Loki? Yeah, how it took me so long to see the hand. Yeah. But when I did, I was like, worth it! I actually gave up on this one, because I watched it so many times, like, I can't get it. Am Am I not... It's like something saying his name and I'm not hearing it. Let's see. I
0: think it's just the chiming of the clock because the clock chimed I think the clock chimes when there's a dare. Okay. I think that's all it is. Because he's looking around and I have the subtitles on. Oh yeah, and now he's seeing the thing. Okay. Alright, so let me just say Maybe that's what I was
1: hearing. If then. you
0: are gonna watch the show or movie, you haven't watched it yet, and what we have said has intrigued you, I highly recommend watching it with the subtitles on.
1: Yeah, so this is our difference in experience. so I'm interested to see what you where like what it was that you yeah meant earlier about the ending. Yeah, but we'll get there. I guess. We'll get there. Okay. So he finds out he's going to have to get run over by a car or hit up by a car or whatever. So he runs out and he confesses that he actually did commit a hit and run once, but he didn't tell anyone because he was afraid he'd get kicked out of. Well, you know, it's funny because he's like, I was afraid my parents would get mad at me and I get kicked out of college. Not like I was afraid of going to prison but sure whatever priorities. <laughs> right also
0: facing the family of the person who i or, killed their know, loved
1: one going the rest of your life with having known what you did to another living human doesn't haunt you at night i've done things that in the seventh grade were just mildly embarrassing that still haunt me to this haunt day,
0: me to, this day. <laughs> to this day you know what happened I could, the other night i, I could, was trying to sorry, you. i was trying
1: to fall asleep and, you know, it always happens before you fall asleep, and you're like, mm, warm. Then what do I have to do tomorrow? Today was a good day. And then just like, a screamingly horrible memory that wasn't really that bad just oh comes God. back, and you're like, why can't I leave you in the past?
0: Just talking about this is making it happen. <laughs>
1: I, like I am I was,
0: filled with shame.
1: I was trying to fall asleep a couple nights ago or something, and all of a sudden, the memory—and this was a two a two-phase memory, right? Because part of the memory involves having this memory. It's kind of like the inception of embarrassing memories. But I remembered once when someone asked me if I'd ever seen stranger, er, uh, Hard Candy. Great movie. And I thought they meant Strangers with Candy. The Amy Sedaris <laughs> okay. TV show about the 46-year-old drug addict who goes back to high school. So someone goes, have you ever seen Hard Candy? And I said, oh my god, it's hilarious. And they were like, <laughs> you thought that was funny? And I was like, oh my god, it's so funny. So someone out there in the world thinks I am a genuine psychopath, right? (laughs) Years later, I'm trying to fall asleep, and I'm, like, in college or something, like, (gasps) hard candy. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) Years after that, I'm falling asleep, like, last week, and I was like, Oh, God. Remember that time when I thought hard candy was strangers with candy, and there's still someone out there in the world who I don't remember who it was who thinks that I genuinely probably kill animals. (sighs) Uh, That sucks. (laughs) That was my most recent one.
0: I mean, you've witnessed a few of mine firsthand. We don't need to go into it again. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about. (laughs)
1: I can't not laugh. I'm sorry. I know it's horrifying no, for you. Here's
0: the thing. is like, when you laugh, it helps to some degree, like, outweigh the... But the only problem is that person isn't here for the laughing about it, so they still think I'm a freak. He doesn't know how to give a hug. Like, you know, like...
1: Just the way your arms went no! you just gave up. There was like, I've never... I've never seen someone in person who so strongly wished they were dead before It was so worst. embarrassing.
0: So like I but I yeah, I've got it's in there, it's in the slideshow. Like the only thing more powerful than anxiety is shame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Let's let's get back on track. I don't know which more I can go down this memory lane.
1: <laughs> I don't know where we were at. Uh, oh he's yeah, about so to go she- get run over. So, yeah, so he goes out, and they're like, we'll just run over your foot, but they can't get the car to start. So he's trying to, you know, he lifts the lid, the the lid, the hood of the car to look at the engine. It's flooded, whatever. The hood slams down and captures him. And the poor hippie girl who didn't even want to be on this trip in the first place, accident. well, I mean, not even accidentally runs him over. The demon controls the, tr- the truck right. and kills him. But it just, you know, looks like it's her fault because... She picked the wrong guy on OK Cupid.
0: <laughs> the struggle is real, you folks. It's
1: just, the struggle I mean, is real. <laughs> dating is tough. Anyway, so she goes into the house, and then they have, like, just, you know, the best conversation ever where Alex is like, It's, you know, it's our fears, it's our secrets, it's our sins. And the hippie is like, I don't have any sins, I don't have any fears. And we're like, Okay, well. We
0: already know. This was telegraphed from the first episode, like, the first scene.
1: Like, you, yeah, we've already watched you be afraid of something common, so we know that you do. Also, it's extremely cocky of you to be like, I don't have any. I'm not afraid of anything. It can't get me. Blah, blah, blah. It was also, this last time I watched it, that I realized what you already said, that we never actually find out what Alex's, like, fear was. Yeah, there's, like, this
0: whole, like, lead-up, like, I don't, like, they, like, they act like they're gonna tell you like it's gonna be a reveal
1: of some kind
0: and they never do
1: yeah so it wasn't until this last time i watched it that i was like oh yeah wait that never happened i feel like there's
0: some reveal and it's something about her and her best friend being in love that's what i think
1: yeah because she did seem way too into that first i mean like well and whatever. also
0: yeah like i think that's gotta be what it is but i don't know because they never tell me yeah and i'm always fanficking characters so like you know like <laughs> i don't know that i'm a reliable resource on this one but that was what my guess was and it truly is a guess because there's not enough breadcrumbs for me to put it together yeah
1: yeah so anyway the the vegan girl has to chain herself to a pole or something and it beam and so she goes down to the basement and it's cockroaches because she's already proved in the beginning of the movie how terrified of cockroaches she is and she makes the weirdest comment i've ever it's fine if you're scared of bugs that's okay it's a common phobia you know it's okay to be scared by cockroaches they're gross and they will survive the nuclear holocaust and that's upsetting to know about a bug right but to be like oh i hate them and they can eat me like uh-huh that's such a bizarre fact to throw in there and coming from someone who 50 percent of my conversations are bizarre fact-based conversations <laughs> that's still just a weird like timing it's a timing thing you know like it was just weird to throw that out there Yeah. you know anyway so she goes down to a basement and obviously gets eaten by cockroaches although we this is that. the
0: scene where i'm like well i would definitely die by spider yeah like, that's uh, that made me realize that's how I would go out in that moment, basically. I would be the one tied to a pole, but it would be spiders instead of, like, millipedes and cockroaches.
1: Oh, I for sure would end up in a pool with a shark.
0: Oh, you would end up on the plate. You're right. Yeah. I was trying to figure
1: out what it was, and I'd be like, I don't know, exposure?
0: Because, like, you're always so fucking <laughs> prepared? That's what I was going to suggest, but no, you're right. It's a shark. Yeah. It's definitely a shark. Like, it's the one time the shark is actually in the bathtub.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that it would be for me, but it would have to be shark based, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to this sorry movie. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets eaten by cockroaches. Now it's just Alex and the friend whose name I still don't remember. Jess? Or is that the, the uh, one that got eaten by cockroaches? Maddie? No, yes. Maddie.
0: Maybe. Yeah, Maddie. Sure. Jessie? We'll call it no, She'll maybe be it's Maddie. Jessie. jesse There's a Maddie and a Jesse, so... I think
1: Jesse's the one that gets eaten by cockroaches. Okay, Maddie it is! Sure, yeah. (laughs) So they get their, net. you know, supposedly the last dare, which is remove seven body parts. So they start out easy, eyelashes and hair, and then things get just progressively more upsetting for, you know, you and myself, because as we've talked about before, it's the little soft tissue violence that is really hard to watch. And uh, you know, like, ripping off fingernails.
0: <sighs>
1: Which, my favorite part about that, though, is she rips it off and immediately screams, is it okay? And it's like, well, uh, yeah, I, the fingernail's probably fine, but my finger is fucking another story right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, is it okay? It's <laughs> very clearly not okay. <laughs> Nothing has been okay for, like, 72 hours. <laughs> is it okay? Is it okay? Get on board. <laughs> so they rip off a fingernail she cuts off an earlobe like all these little Ooh, things the e- worst for me though e- is when she has her cut the elbow skin off oh the weenus that's her weenus <sighs> and the worst part is that it didn't even end up counting so now she's got this open exposed flesh wound and it didn't count because it wasn't all of her skin oh my god oh my god, oh my god. <sighs> yeah this I will say like you know say what you will these last like 10,
0: 15 minutes of this movie are unrelenting. Yeah.
1: So now they're running out of time. They're running out of less painful body parts. She cuts off her, that's f- the finger first, right? Yep. She cuts off Maddie's finger. And then just like one of those moments where I'm like, see, this is why you shouldn't have shot the doctor. She's like, "We'll put it on ice and sew it back on and then tosses it into a, a cooler of melted beer water. Like, that's not, that's, that's not going back on. You just immediately filled that finger with tetanus. It's not that. Is it
0: true it. that you can if you lose a tooth, you can put it in a cup of milk and have them put it know. back in? Or is that one of those things they tell you when you're a kid?
1: Yeah, I don't actually know.
0: Hmm. Listeners? We could Google it, but
1: nah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wait two weeks and see what other people are yeah! saying. <laughs> so they cut off a finger and they cut off a toe. And they toss them into this just disgusting cooler that is not ice. Not a single part of that is ice. So I don't know why they're like, Oh, this will this'll will work. That's those parts aren't going back. They know on. that
0: the cooler part isn't actually the part that keeps it cold.
1: Right. <laughs> just because it's called a cooler doesn't mean it's going to just work that way no no yeah it also horrified me that she was like let's cut off my pinky toe and she took off her shoe and i was like you haven't been wearing socks this whole time those are sneakers
0: that is disgusting (laughs) see this is why i watch these together you you notice all the important facts that is so gross (laughs) gross well i bet the next chop you were like i approve of this this should be a mandatory this should be like the circumcision of for all humans
1: the leg right the
0: cutting off of the feet
1: yeah or i guess it's a leg but the
0: feet were part of that yeah. process
1: which i mean like okay so to be fair under the time crunch i don't know that i could have come up with another body part that would have been but i know, mean, not quite the amount
0: of, how do you get it off i'm sorry like yeah. i don't feel like you could really saw a leg off in the no, crunch. no
1: but that little i think you go
0: thing? you go thumb or big toe or you know what i mean like it didn't say different body parts
1: well that's the thing is i was wondering like well i mean yeah they took a finger but does that check off the entire finger category or does it just check off pinkies you know, right? Like, I mean, it would suck to cut off another finger and then have it be like, "Nope, fingers are one category." You know, but I mean, try some things. They really like. She amped it up. Fast. She really took it
0: to a ten. Way yeah. way, way too soon.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean. Fall as Fail like let's just go for, you know, another maybe maybe a toenail is not the same as a fingernail. What about maybe an can...
0: eyebrow hair? Right? A what about the whole eyebrow. You what want about the whole a... eyebrow. Great! Right. I will tear every hair out of my eyebrow.
1: You can have the whole eyebrow. <laughs> uh, they jumped to foot real Real fast. Real, real fast. fast. I mean I guess probably panic had something to do with it. But, but... you're right. It,
0: when they said whole, I was like, oh, you get the whole eyebrow.
1: Done. Yeah. Can, consider it done. I will rip that thing out with my fingers, if that's what you want. It's right? fine. Yes. Even if it never grows back, I will draw that eyebrow on for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, I kind of already do, so fuck it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, they go with legs, so she cuts off Maddie's leg. Somehow makes it to the car without anybody bleeding out, even though they are both bleeding from so many different places. The weenus. Oh, that one. And I can't imagine just going through the rest of your day, you know, like, with this open weenus hole. <laughs>
0: you said weenus all oh beavis i love you
1: (laughs) i really thought i would make it longer before laughing at weenus oh my goodness Anyway. bring us home. We're almost there. Yep. So she gets her final dare, which is to kill Maddie. And Maddie is very conflicting on this because at first she's like, you got to do it. You got to live for me, blah, blah, blah. So one of us lives. And then as soon as she starts driving the car all erratic, she's like, no, what are you doing? Stop, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if what her thing was, was like, you should stop the car and murder me with your bare hands and then go about your day. Or if she suddenly had reservations about both of them dying. I don't know. But anyway, she starts having like real... Thoughts about Alex's plan to crash the car, Alex crashes the car, and then over black, and this is where our two experiences are different, because I didn't watch with subtitles. All right, so what is your
0: interpretation of how it ended?
1: I thought they hit the tree, and then I'm, one of them's breathing. I'm assuming it was Alex, but it sounded more like Alex to me, I think.
0: Gotcha. So, if you watch the subtitles, it actually says Alex and Maddie
1: gasp. Oh. So they beat it. Okay. So I thought it was just Alex. Yep. I'm, I
0: did too. And then I went to the internet and it told me that it was both of them. And then this time I happened to have the subtitles on just because they were on from something else mm-hmm. I was watching. And I was lazy and I didn't turn it off. And I confirmed with my own oath that it was indeed both Alex and Maddie survived.
1: Which, See, I think when- I only hear one gasp, though. I don't think I hear two. But, you know, whatever. I'll buy
0: it. Are you calling the subtitles a liar? Is that have happening? you seen
1: some subtitles? Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you can probably choose your own adventure on this. But according to the subtitles, they both survive and, like, presumably beat the daring demon.
1: Which I feel like there's not a lot of high stakes for this demon. Usually, demons are motivated to do things. He seems to just be bored for the most part.
0: Yeah, they I like. Mean, there's never a moment where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna take it to the demon,"
1: right? Or, like, this is the lore. This is why he, you know, whatever. Like, the, the closest we get is the lady who survived saying that it takes the souls of the people. So maybe it's likes collecting souls. I don't know. But and he mostly there's... just seems to be like, I'm going to make you guys play a game and hopefully you all die. And when they don't, just like, ah, shucks. Moving on. You know, like, he doesn't right. seem.
0: You never see the demon. There's never any physical manifestation of the demon. It's always just, like, buckets moving and writing. It says it
1: names a few times.
0: No, but I mean, like, you never... Like, you know, usually you'll get a yeah. peek at a demon or, like... A shadow or something, yeah. Like, on the internet when they're researching, like, you'll get some right. idea of what it looks like. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. here's the thing, though. It's like, if you're an independent filmmaker with a low budget, I mean, that's the way to do it, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that it would have made it any better or worse if they had showed it. I think it's, you know, like, I don't... I mean, I, 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 I like a good demon it.
0: effect, personally. I wouldn't mind seeing a little, you know, a little horn action...
1: I don't know. I mean, for me, I got to the end, I didn't necessarily feel like I'd been cheated by never seeing a demon, but... Fair enough. You know, yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I kind of feel like a lot of times if you over-explain something, it loses its... It gets less scary. Yeah. Um. But in this, I mean, I never really found the demon that scary, so to me, it just sort of made it feel a little more generic. Like, I wanted to, like... I wanted to see some mythology. You know what I mean? Like, it's all so very, like, conjecture, and, like, it's the whole point of this movie is to just watch you cut people watch people cut themselves right. up right and like so uh, the the nod toward being supernatural never really kind of goes anywhere in a way that i would that's why i'm saying i would have liked to have seen a demon or something like even in the research when she's on the internet like like it, it goes back to this like having some like real fleshed out mythology would have to me been more interesting um, I would I like, because that's something I like in a movie, but, you know, I mean, does it make or break this movie? No. It's just something I would have liked.
1: Yeah, I almost feel, I mean, normally I think I agree with you on that, but I almost feel the opposite on this, where okay. it almost feels, uh, it feels like it would have been too much ex- explanatory parts if we had gone into, like, well, you know, the, the reason why this demon here in this house, and blah blah blah, and I think it kind of, for me, made it Almost, almost more, not scary, but I mean, like, I don't know, it added an extra element that there was never really any reason why, like, we're never told, like, he does it because this, he came because someone did this, it's just sort of like, like the birds, you know, you never find out why the birds started murdering people, Mm -hmm. they just did, you know, and I, sometimes like the
0: arbitrary nature of evil.
1: Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is up to chance, we could all die at any moment. That's true, that's true.
0: I mean, I guess. I mean, like, because this is sort of a final destination movie. Like, at least it was like death, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't feel that strongly about it. I, that's <laughs> the thing is that I have
1: an opinion, but it's not like it's a real soft opinion. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, I felt much stronger about you need to just stop badgering Carter about the prank yeah, business for the love.
0: <laughs> Justice for Carter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think overall of the movie? I mean. Like I said earlier, it was just average. It wasn't, I didn't think it was the worst thing ever. It wasn't like some other movies I may have chosen us to watch (laughs) in the past. It wasn't, I mean, my favorite horror movie in the world. I think it was, you know, a five.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: It was, I mean, it was, there was some really gross effects that actually kind of made my stomach a little bit Mm -hmm. turny. Mm-hmm. But the plot and the characters were overall just, you know, average. Yeah. It was alright. I think Didn't that's hate it.
0: totally fair. Yeah, I feel kind of similarly. Like, I think, like I said, I want to review this in the framework of it being a sci-fi movie. And in that case, solid. Totally yeah. fine. Better than a lot of stuff that I've seen on that channel. I mean, it has yeah. definitely upped its game and there's some great stuff on sci-fi. But specifically, like, the made-for-sci-fi movies thing. It's pretty yeah. pretty good for that. Like it has some really cool effects and like if th- for a movie that is specifically going after that shock value of the soft tissue damage, like it delivers on that.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I've never seen someone get their eunus cut off before. Oh my god. And it was horrifying. <laughs> it really was not okay. <laughs> but like, you know, it it is what it
0: is. I I've definitely watched worse movies. Oh, yeah. Um there are some things in it that are just, you know, they're kind of bad, but it's okay to be a bad horror movie once in a while, you know? Like yeah. if you want to just see some soft tissue damage, totally solid delivers, delivers. You can watch it. It's on Netflix, easy to put in your eyeballs, you know. It's yeah. fine. I did not hate it. I did not love it. It was better than I would have expected from sci-fi. That's Agreed. my feelings. Yeah. I um agree. and I just love Guillermo and I mean, like, what, and I, here's the thing is, forever he was, like, the cute, sweet little gay kid from that series Huge. So, like, when he's, like, freaking out about watching the girls kiss and stuff, I was like, oh, honey, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, like, now and now I associate him with Guillermo, so I just love him. And, like, that honestly gives me so much goodwill towards him that, like, I elevated this movie for me just because I love him so and much.
1: And I legitimately thought he was funny yeah in, in this movie you know like he was perfectly just delivery fine. in the way he does you know
0: yeah all right so what on my extreme queen sommelier would you drink to make this movie more enjoyable
1: so <laughs> i only say this because it reminds me of college parties all right uh, but jameson
0: oh jameson reminds me of college parties you oh, yeah. are fucking flossy in college i was drinking like Keystone Ice and and Jose Cuervo.
1: I mean, it was probably more Jack Daniels more often, because that's the one everybody knows, but for some reason, I mean, it's, I don't know. Jameson for me has never occurred to be like a, oh, that's a nice, you know? She's like, that's the party. I just meant it's not total trash. (laughs) 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 Which is what I was drinking in college. (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of PBR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a shot of Jameson in a PBR. Right. With like a PBR back? No, like poured in. <laughs> have, you, have you never done no. that? Oh. Oh. That's what I picked then.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. Okay. So tell me how to make this drink so I can experience okay, it.
1: Okay. So it's actually, I mean, you might have to practice because it takes some skill. You open the PBR. Okay. All right. And then you pour a shot of Jameson into the hole.
0: Oh, into the actual can of PBR? Yeah. Oh,
1: now this feels like college. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds
0: like it's a bad decision that will lead to additional bad decisions. Yeah.
1: That's how you and then you drink it fast because it doesn't taste good. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. I would imagine that would not be very good. No.
1: Yeah. The other thing you have to worry or, you know, should keep in mind is that a lot of times, a lot of just the whiskey will get stuck in the crevice around the top of the PPR. Oh, so your no. first sip will be just lips straight onto whiskey. Oh, no.
0: Oh, dear. So, you know,
1: just keep that in mind.
0: Oof, all right. That sounds an, That's an excellent um, companion to this film. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. Okay. So feedback. We got some. Really? Yes, we got two, two excellent letters from our listeners. Um, I always am so excited when we get letters and we got two really great ones this week. Okay. All right, so this first one comes from Jerry, who um, was the, one of our listeners who actually recommended one of the movies that we watched recently, which he was the person who recommended The Mind's Eye.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So, this comes from Jerry. He says, Hi, Rachel and Mars. A delightful episode as always. Glad you guys checked out the movie uh, per my suggestion. I agree with your review, and I actually like your suggestion of showing people the back half of the movie. The soundtrack, though, I feel is more consistently good, is mostly consistently good overall with all the synths. I will agree with that. I did love the the soundtrack for that movie. Uh, But I am a sucker for, like, a synth score. I'm not even going to lie.
1: Okay, I was trying to remember what it was, and that's all that was coming to mind. I was like, am I making that up? Is that the right thing? So, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you remember this one where it's like real slow at the beginning, and then. Yeah. People's heads start blowing up and you're like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, So he agrees. He says, it's funny because I forgot how slow the first half of the movie was. You guys were spot on. Also, I remember when I was watching the first time, I recall thinking that they must have been saving the budget for something, considering how there was basically only three locations in the first half and probably filmed outdoor scenes in one whole day. I I think most of the logic laps in the first half, you could probably use budget as an excuse. But I felt that the special effects were great, and I'm glad you guys feel similarly, too. Uh, similar. 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 Sim Similar. Simil,
1: simil, simil- similarly.
0: Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <the> teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Okay. Uh, I think this movie definitely seems to be aspiring for more, but ends up being sillier than they thought. A movie like The Void, a future movie suggestion, uh, seems to do better uh, while also having a similarly- impressive practical effects usage you're killing me jerry you're killing me (laughs) i didn't realize that that word was my achilles heel but apparently it is similarly
1: hey it's find yourself friday yeah
0: we're learning shit i love it (laughs) good point about rachel not me character because that was something i didn't register that didn't register for me at the time gender representation is definitely something i've become increasingly aware of Uh, and I was glad you guys pointed out how lacking it is in this movie. Remember, there's, like, one female character, and she gets nothing to do except for have a really awkward sex scene?
1: The most awkward sex scene (sighs) I've ever seen. Ooh,
0: not sexy. Not sexy.
1: So, I mean, yeah. Mm. That was so uncomfortable. (laughs) It really was.
0: Um... Or we called it the insertion scene. Or no, what was it? No, the injection scene. The injection scene. (laughs) A shame because uh, Lauren Ashley Carter is an actress I really like. Agree. She was great in Jughead. Everyone see Jughead. Jughead was awesome. Also, it reminded me that a few other actors. It also reminded me that a few other actors I like, Noah Segan and Larry Fessenden, could have had a bit more to do too. Agree.
1: Were they the thugs or the guys who came chasing it after was, him? It was the th- the thug and then
0: also the dad.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Yes,
0: and I totally agree. Like,
1: yeah, it yeah. seems
0: weird they had both of those, like, recognizable actors and didn't really give them a ton to do. But whatever. It, we got some good heads, head exploding. And then also, like, the axe. There's a handful. Ugh, and then yeah. the knee getting blown out. Oh,
1: there's some yeah.
0: good kills in that movie. Uh, anyways, keep up the great work. Can't wait to hear the next episode. Cheers, Jerry awesome thank
1: you jerry yeah i hadn't i kind of had forgotten about that movie but hearing feedback on it is bringing back like oh yeah that's right there's effects and that guy from dead girl and did the dad have powers and yeah it was fun it was yeah, fun
0: right because that was the twisty twist right the dad had powers yeah right yeah i always just love larry fessenden he's such a weird dude i'm into it <laughs> all right so we got another letter this one is from our buddy eddie Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is a longtime listener. Um, and always, not always, but every once in a while we hear from him and it's always really fun. Um, yeah. He also reviews movies on his own site, Eddie Source Check it out. He reviews, he, there, he actually has a review of um, Truth or Dare on his site right now, which I went and oh, looked really? at. Yeah. I mean, he mostly agrees with us. Um, and he also references us in the review. Really? Well, yeah. Bonus points. Aww. Everyone go over there. He's. Re- he will send your traffic back your way again. Okay. So. <clears throat> Here's the message from Eddie. Hello, Rach and Mars. Okay, here's the thing about feedback. Most of the time I listen to the show uh, with delight and wish I was in the room to interact with both of you. Problem is, I'm usually listening in the car or at work and popping up an email is not something I can or should do at the time. Agree, <laughs> sir. <Agreed>. Agree. Agree. <laughs> I'd rather have your message later than never at all, okay? You're so. the only
1: proof that at least one person listens. Yes, ten and two, Please though. don't ten die. Two. Yeah. <laughs> This means in order
0: to get my thoughts to you, I really need to listen to the podcast a second time so I can jot down notes and compose a proper feedback email. Damn, that is way more work than I expect from our listeners. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Definitely
1: don't die. Definitely don't die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not that you need feedback from me. You two are killing it on this podcast. As I said in my Apple review, it's like sitting in and listening to two really good friends chat about what they love. Aw. The closeness and familiarity that you have with each other comes through in the episode. That's Aww. very nice. All right, let's get to some business, though. Feet! Remember, <laughs> we asked for feedback, but I think you're going to like where this goes. Okay, he said, okay, as far as feet go, keep your nasty feet away from me. I don't want to be touched by them, and my personal feet bubble is about a yard. I yeah. will do the same for you, and we can all be happy, he says. <laughs> So I'm guessing he is also not a shrimper. That's what my takeaway from this. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Evil laugh is way more evil than I've heard
1: today. Yeah, it sound, you say sorry, but your tone says purposeful. <laughs> sorry. sorry.
0: i remember teasing as I love my <laughs> You sound like a Disney villain. You must love me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. As for visitor shoe etiquette, follow the lead of the host is my general approach. If they show the show to be shoes off house, then take your shoes off. If they don't, then don't. In fact, uh, if the host leaves their shoes on leading you into the house and you take yours off, that is weird.
1: See? Okay, that's the point I was trying to make. I don't think I communicated it very well because I was getting very flustered. But that's the <laughs> point I'm trying to make. If you're at someone else's house and they're wearing shoes and you take yours off, That's weird. It's like going to someone's house and being like, okay, I'm just going to pop in the shower real quick. I'll be right back. Do you have a robe I could borrow? (laughs) That's basically what he says. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, I I cut it because I, this thing's so long, but yeah, he basically was like, can I have the remote? What's in the fridge? You and him are on the same exact page. (laughs) He said, there are exceptions though. Like if he's been out hiking and his feet are all sweaty um he he uh I would want to change my socks or something before evacuating my shoes in someone else's house. Yeah. Maybe a bit awkward, but you have to give a warning. Listen, right. I don't want to stink up your house. My dogs are barking and I don't know about their breath, he says. Yes. <laughs> Which is quite a way like it really paints a picture. A picture yeah. <laughs> a mental picture of what's happening in those in those shoes. Uh the host decides and I must abide. He agrees with you that in horror movies, you got to keep your shoes off. He says, as a horror trope, I would never take my shoes off. What the fuck? How are you going to run out of the house if you're in your socks? I'm not sure if this has ever been explored in the genre. A group of friends meet at a Japanese restaurant and all hell breaks loose, and we have to this scene where people have to choose between getting their shoes on or running out without them. I think I would grab and run.
1: What are those, like, trampoline jump parks? Yes! (laughs) Yes! You're right. A yoga studio.
0: A public pool. Right. There are a lot of places where you take your shoes off. I had this job in high school that you would have fucking hated. It was at one of those, um, like it was like one of those kids' castle places. So uh-huh. there's like a bounce house yeah. and trampolines and like a maze and pizza and games and stuff. But yeah. my job at the door was to take people's shoes because uh-huh. it was a bear. It was like a no shoes zone. So I, and like on rainy days, people would give me their wet, stanky ass shoes. <sighs> It was not great. Yeah, that's the worst. As even as someone who's pretty sh- foot ambivalent, like that was not good. It was not good. <laughs> that's
1: so gross. It was really gross.
0: I think it's an unwritten rule already exists that you should wear slip on shoes in this situation. Okay. So comments about the boy. Yeah, I have a few. Reminded me a bit of the house, uh, uh of the house of the devil. Have you ever seen that?
1: Mm-mm, no. It's
0: Pretty good. It's like this total '80s throwback movie. Uh, So it reminds me of House of the Devil minus some elements and adding others. First off is someone tells me to wait inside because the people I'm meeting are not home. I don't enter. Seems like they have a perfect alibi if they want to kill a total stranger by saying they were not even at home. I wait outside no matter the weather. Part two is if I have an appointment to meet with a prospective employer and they are not there when I arrive, I move on. They are not reliable and I I have already broken my trust. And lastly, not next, everyone... Uh, should always have a no-snooping approach to other people's property. Uh, it is a horrible feeling to be caught snooping around. Not saying that our girl Lauren Cohen should have done differently. Her character's development made her decisions at least plausible. Great show as always. Best quotable line, like cleaning a yogurt cup. referring <laughs> to Rich kissing poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Have a good couple of weeks. And then he uh, gives us a link to his review of... Um, to their dare, which I will put in the show notes. Peace, Eddie.
1: Oh, that was really nice. Great letter, right? Yeah. Also, I'm- And I feel, I feel vindicated. <laughs> you know, the one answer we got,
0: like, with you 100%. <laughs> seems...
1: You know, and like, I walked away from that recording thinking like, I don't know if I communicated it well because I was getting really flustered And that I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say that if I go to someone's house and there are shoes off house that I refuse to move my shoes. I'm just, you know- saying there are instances where it would be weird, and I think it's weird, and it's a weird, you know. Right. And that, and But he said it perfectly. Like, if if the host is wearing shoes and someone comes and takes their shoes off, that's bizarre. That's strange. Yeah. That's a weird level of comfort that, you know. Like, I actually, and I didn't realize I did this until just now, but when people are coming over to my house, I put shoes on before you? they get there. Yeah.
0: Because you're like, this is your sign of, like, being, like, please, everyone keep your shoes on.
1: Well, that, and I'm like, you know, there's company over. I wouldn't go downstairs without my pants on. Why would I go downstairs without my shoes, you know?
0: But so, those so socks are not enough? Like, I don't, no. I, here's the thing no. is, I, I'm i halfway there. Like, I know, I don't do barefoot when my friends are over. I do socks.
1: Because I don't want to have, kinda, like,
0: like, naked feet, because you never know how people feel about feet. And also, like, it's just, like, they're my feet. They're private. But, like, you know, although I would wear an open toe shoe, I guess that's different, because, like, then it's just sort of, like, foot cleavage as opposed to, like, the whole foot out. But, yeah, like, when people to... come over, I always have, like, socks or, like, like clogs or something on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because you can still see the foot shape, the sock doesn't reassure me so much. So, okay. It's like, it's like when you wear, like, leggings or something. Like, some people are perfectly fine going out in public in leggings, but I am not because I feel like they're just too... This is the shape of everything underneath them, you know? Right.
0: Interesting.
1: So it's like it's, and I'm not offended when I see other people in socks or leggings. I'm not like, oh my god, that's the shape of her. She has a button there. That's bizarre. You know, like I'm not (laughs) upset by it. I just, I personally am not comfortable going out in public in something that is shaped exactly the way my body is shaped. You know.
0: Interesting. Okay. I I think of socks as being super modest, but I had not put, I had not done the leggings comparison. So that's interesting. So. In two weeks when we are sharing a Airbnb, do I need to, I'm shoes have to put up shoes the with whole it. time?
1: Or no. can I just wear socks? I'm going to have to suck it up because we're going to be staying, you know, together for a weekend. I'm not going to be like, everyone must sleep with their shoes on in the off chance that I wander by. <laughs> okay.
0: But, like, if I keep socks on, that will be acceptable as long as I don't go barefoot. I wouldn't go barefoot anyway, but, like, I don't need to keep my shoes on.
1: No, no. Okay,
0: no. good. Besides,
1: I... I think this Airbnb, I think it was part of it that said it's no shoes inside. Okay. I think was one of the things. It was for
0: at least one of them. I love that you know that. I
1: have no idea. But you were like, oh, no, foot policy. Yep. It was the two things. I was like, parking, do I have to take my shoes off? Oh, Mars, I'm so sorry. And then I have this weird extra level of it where I'm like, great. Now I'm going to have near skin contact with a surface that has direct skin contact with how many other strange feet? so it's just one big cesspool of foot
0: oh mars i'm so sorry <laughs> all right <sighs> we'll get you drunk don't worry
1: yeah i should i should maybe like get a counseling session going about like... You need,
0: like a little emdr or something
1: yeah right. yeah yeah
0: all right awesome okay so thank you everyone to who sent us in messages i love it i can't even tell you how much it means to me when people take the time to read the us messages Um, So if you would like us to read your letter on the show, just send them to Rachel at zombiegirls.com. We will read them. We will respond to them. um, And it means a lot. So, yeah, keep it up.
1: Yeah, it's always really fun. I'm always really happy to hear that we have feedback. Right. For some reason, part of me is always like, oh, man, I hope it's good. As if somebody would, like, you know, I don't know why I'm always paranoid that it's going to be like...
0: I think is usually people are nasty on the internet. So you yeah. assume they would be, but like, we're not like big enough that trolls have found us. Like, <laughs> We're in that sweet spot where we have enough people who listen that, that we do get letters, but not enough where people who hate us have found us and are hate listening. At least that I know of. That's nice. Yeah. We'll just keep it right here. Yeah. This is our lane. (laughs) Just
1: soaring under the radar. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So um, you can also uh, find us on our Facebook page, uh, the Zombie Girls page. We all lurk there and love to hear from you. So definitely come on there. And if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes. All right. So I guess all that's left is to figure out what we're going to watch next time. And it is a Rachel pick. And the movie that I've been wanting to watch forever is no longer on Netflix. So (laughs) I wanted to review clown with you.
1: Oh yeah. I remember you talking about that.
0: It's been on my to-do list forever. And so I was like, done. I know exactly what we're going to watch. I was like, Oh man, just double check. It's not on there. It's not on Hulu. I had a list of things to watch and I just don't want to watch any of them. So I picked something I've never seen. So this could be a total garbage dumpster fire. I don't know. But the picture showed a bunch of people sitting around a table, and I was like, "Yep, Ooh. that's the movie to watch with Mars." So I picked. I a...
1: love a good dinner party horror.
0: Yeah, this looks like it. I don't know if it's dinner party horror, or like I mean, it's definitely around a table horror. So I don't know if their food will be served or not, but they're at a table. So I figured that's the most important part. It's not necessarily the, the food, right? Yeah, no. Right.
1: Right, okay. Yeah.
0: So it's. Have you seen a movie called Await Further Instructions? No. Okay, well that's what we're watching then. So for episode 26, for people who want to do their homework ahead of time, because we're gonna spoil the shit out of it, we're gonna watch Await Further Instructions, which looks like a dinner party, alien-y kind of thing. Ooh.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm into that. Are you into that? Does that sound... It could
0: be terrible. I don't know. I don't... I, I... was like kind of panicking picking something at the last minute when my like solid pick was gone (laughs) so i apologize in advance if it sucks and if it's good then you're welcome (laughs) anything else before we wrap it up uh no
1: i don't think so i'm excited for this one
0: yeah me too it'll be fun It'll be funded like because a lot of times i cheat and pick things i i know i like and i just want to hear you talk about them <laughs> but this time i'm flying blind so it should be yeah. interesting
1: <laughs> uh in that case mars take us out thanks for coming back and we'll see you in a couple of weeks watch await further instructions or or don't and don't get mad when we spoil it
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's the probably right there
1: <laughs> scream out the ending they were all zombies all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was the mailman.
0: Oh, it was the mailman.
1: Yeah. What if it is the mailman now? What if Holy it turns shit. out to be I, a mailman? I
0: kind of hope it is. T <laughs> H. <T-H. laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Um, bye.
1: We can start over. You can do it again. <laughs> do
0: not do that to me when I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> I oh, <that> actually hurt. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god. I think that did literal I damage. <laughs> I'm the least prepared person on the planet. Like, I I was, like, I'm practically feral, so, like, I don't know how to do anything. (laughs) Because I'm such a fucking sicko. I always look at that philosophobia Reddit. I don't know what's wrong with me.
1: I know. I can't stop either. I don't know why. It makes me sweat. It's awful. It actually raises my body temperature. It makes my heart beat. It makes me feel sick in my stomach, and I can't stop flipping over, you know, through those pictures. I don't get
0: it. So you've probably seen the gift that I'm going to describe where, like, the person is touching a great white's face while it's coming Mm. out of the water. Yes, and he just like pets it, like mo- it's in slow motion. He just keeps petting it, and it keeps trying to bite
1: him. Well, that's that's the worst part of the shark, too. Yeah,
0: I, I could see maybe touch the tail, a fin. I mean, actually, I couldn't see touching that. But if I had to pick a part, it would not be the face. It would not. It be... would not be the the mouth part. Yeah, not where the teeth live.
1: No, no, uh... and I'll put the gif oh, so... of that
0: in the in the in the notes for people if they want to be. Similarly traumatized. What I won't put in there is what the fuck is inside a barnacle because that shit is
1: terrifying and no one needs to know. (laughs) How are they? They just—they're so. Oh my god, they are some like Lovecraftian nightmares. They are the biggest liars that nature has ever produced. They're just like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. It's just like it's like a pistachio. No, and then it's an alien on the inside. Oh, it's
0: so upsetting. Ugh, ugh, a really
1: violent alien. Ugh, Ugh, ugh,
0: stay on the land.
1: That's all I'm saying. Like, very, the the ocean has very clearly put up all the signs it could give us to be like, you are not welcome here. And people still, like, decide to go out and, you know, be there.
0: That being said, I do kind of want to snorkel with sea turtles.
1: I absolutely do not. Not a single part of me wants to snorkel. (laughs) (laughs) I love how strong your boundaries are. I really (laughs) do respect it. Turtles are fine. Turtles are great. I have nothing against turtles. I mean, like, the only time you'll ever see me in a snorkel is if the ship has gone down and I can see land. That's the only time I'm snorkeling. This is, like, the only time you'll ever see me in a parachute is because the plane is already on fire. I'm never parachuting for fun. I'm never jumping out of a, you know, like, people are, I'm going to go skydiving for my birthday. like, the only time I am skydiving or snorkeling is because what something terrible has happened to my transportation. Did I say I went skydiving? No.
0: Yeah, I've been skydiving. I would never. I, my yeah, plan it would was, have to... I wasn't planning. It was, like, impromptu. Like, somebody was like, okay, I paid for your ticket. and Still I wouldn't go. I, yeah, I, it was, like, one of those things where the adrenaline took over, and I was just like, this is, I disassociated and left my body. <laughs> like, I barely remember it. Like, while it was happening, I was like, I am not in my body. None of this is happening to me. <laughs> I wouldn't even believe, I think it was a dream, except for there was, like, a VHS copy of it. Like, it oh exists. Yeah, I went skydiving in Monterey when I was like, 21 20 yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow i know kind of wild right it doesn't sound like the rachel you know but yeah no not at all i contain multitudes so i don't know what to tell you <laughs> <about. laughs> <laughs>